won't. Well, if they do, you uh. won't see it. But um, Greg, thank you for being on. Uh, so if you want to check him out really, really quickly, he's at GR36 on Twitter, gr36.com or byodpodcast.com. That's Bring Your Own Device Podcast. Um, it certainly no, is. Thank you for being on. You're very welcome. Um, you've taught me the greatest thing on the internet at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so you know what, let's um, actually, so I have um, one of the staples of the Snappy Deck podcast is a really bad joke at the start of most episodes. <laughs> uh, because, you know, no, no way to loosen the mood like a really bad joke. So we are happy to announce that we will actually be replacing Google Search as the default search engine on iPhones. Now you will only be able to search through YouTube videos whenever you open Safari and go for a search so see that in the in ios 11 however first um android o is coming tomorrow uh, which has been timed with the solar eclipse um and i've, I've put in the show notes here because you know the sun is kind of a circle and it's android o get it it was i'm not even sure if that was a coincidence or not but it, it was one of those things where i just kind of saw it and i was like i really hope someone in marketing isn't being paid for that idea <laughs> however before we get into the tech side of this, I just want to discuss what we've been talking about pre-show, which is um, if you go into TweetDeck or Twitter, or whatever, and just just type in the words "eclipse animals," or if you go to Greg's Twitter right yeah, now, I've, and see just, the moment I've just created a moment. I'm not entirely sure whether I did it correctly because this is the first time I've done it. Um, but yeah, the, it it literally is the funniest thing on Twitter right now. Um, there's just loads of. Uh, well, I'm convinced people are actually serious. Is people thinking that their animals are going to go crazy during this the uh, the eclipse? Yeah. So th this is followed with uh, a, a bunch of like PSAs and stuff like that. Just people being like, whatever happens, make sure your animals are not outside during the solar eclipse. Because apparently, like, they've never seen shade before. They're going to go a bit stir crazy. I don't know what people are expecting. But, you know, animals inside. For, like, you have solar eclipse glasses. Why, don't, why doesn't your pet dog, huh? That's a real, that's a real question here. That's like a billion-dollar idea we should have created. Eclipse glasses for dogs. I think that's someone it. actually... Some, like, I, think I saw, goggles. like, one link. You need oh, to do God, it. I... Let's do it. Oh, God. It's just, you know, I've been following this for the last, like, two days. And it's just, oh, it's just so good. It's just how, how did we live before this? Like, that's what um, I want to know. I, I, I just don't know. Obviously, every single animal is going to go, where is that burning thing in the sky gone? And then they're going to go crazy. And then there's yep. nothing we can do. No, it's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> and I feel fine. Humanity's stupidity never ceases to amaze me. Yeah, you're actually right. You are actually right. I'm actually amazed by people's stupidity every new year, but this this is like a new a new one to me. I, oh God, it's just oh, I don't even know where to take this conversation outside of just just if if you own like TweetDeck is probably the best way to do it, but I'm sure if you type it in on like the Twitter app, it will come up. Just Eclipse Animals, and it will bring up every tweet that has the word Eclipse and animals in it. And there are people who, you know, there are so many here, but it's not just trolls. People are fully tweeting, like, PSAs about keeping animals indoors during the eclipse, watching out for animals freaking out during the... It's just, it's just golden content. This is, <laughs> this, is, this is when you... I think humanity has hit a new level of evolution right here. 
maybe that's it. Maybe we've we've just moved on. We've transcended onto a new plane of existence where maybe they will go crazy. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> this could all be fake news. For all we know, it. I oh, mean, God. after all, truth is what you make it. Oh, God. Is it though? Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, yeah, uh, I don't really know what is going on with the world. There's like Nazis are back, and the animals are going crazy. The sun's going to go away for like a, I don't know, like a minute or whatever. So yeah, it, it, it lasts like it doesn't last very long. And so actually, this this probably kind of ties in. So if you want to find out more about the eclipse, this is this is some next level segue in right here. If you go to android.com/eclipse, which is where Google wants you to go. Um, their, their intention is to really get you to watch that solar eclipse because right after it, they're planning on showing off Android O, uh, which at Android. this point might as well be Android Moon, I guess. Yeah, Android O. <laughs> it's, it's a difficult one because the letter O doesn't allow for many desserts. Uh, so Oreo uh, is the big yeah, one. I, and then like, If they don't do Oreo, there's something seriously wrong. It's going to be like... So there, there, there's an issue here, right? Because Oreo is if the brand deal works, right? Yeah. And N was supposed to be something until the deal fell through, if I recall correctly. It was supposed to be Nutella. That's what it was. Um, yeah, I was going to say. I'm, I was um, guessing Nutella. And then the, that deal fell through, uh, with Nougat being their sort of backup for that. If the deal for O falls through, they don't really have much to back to sort of back themselves up with. They have they, like oatmeal they... cookie. And that's about it. Definitely go for orange sherbet. Yes. Oh, that's a good call. I like it. But that's then too. See, here's the issue, right? Because it has to be like supposed. It's more or less one word. Yeah. With, with sort of key lime pie being the only one who really breaks that rule. Um, but it's just we live in an exciting age <laughs> where we get far too excited over the names of things. Yes. And, and even Google employees troll us on a regular oh, basis. God. Yeah, it's, you know, I, it was, you know, back like five years ago, I used to use it as a sign of just how geeky I was, but I could recite, I still can, it's, you know, I can recite the list of Android version names uh, from C up until N, until, it, um, until L even, N, that's, that, no, that is what I meant, up until N. Because I can't alphabet, apparently. <laughs> we all know you were going A, B, C, D in your head just then, weren't you? It was, but it was slightly faster than that. <laughs> it was like, come on, quick. What's the letter for her? It's what we all do, isn't it? It's crazy. It's, no one can, you know, I feel like there are very few people in this world where if you went, give me the 18th letter of the alphabet, they'd like spout out the letter without having to go through the alphabet in their head. And if you can do that, ladies and gentlemen, tweet at Snappy Tech. <laughs> yeah, Snappy Hyphen Tech. Uh, let us know. You can be you can be a guest next week, and we can we can fully really, really abuse your ability. Letters of the alphabet. Oh man, that, that's a really great party trick for about two minutes, um, and then it's not anymore. And then it was um, like, shut up, alphabet boy, get lost. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so my, my my party trick, I guess, used to be that I could recite all the letters, uh, which, which I still kind of can. I feel like I'd probably miss a letter at some point. Um, but outside of that, like, I, I, know, I know them all. And it's, it's just a bit, you know, as I get older, it feels more and more concerning when it does, like, yeah, this is a thing I can do. Like, it's not like a handstand, right? Where at 85, I'll be doing handstands. I'll be like, look how great I am. 
at 85, I'll be reciting all the version of the Android. And I'm like, someone please just, just end it now. <laughs> You'll have to go through the alphabet like three times. Yeah. Yeah, but actually, but that is a point. What do they do once they hit Z? Do they go like AA or do they... Do, do they do they go on to yeah, numbers? They, they they go back to the beginning again. It but gets they go like one t one. Yeah, I mean, at least they they do in letters. So that I mean, they gets to a stage where numbers it just gets a bit ridiculous. I mean, even on iOS eleven or like the iPhone seven, it, it becomes a stage where you've just got to get rid of numbers and just call it the new version of Android or whatever, hasn't there? But um, we've got a few letters to go. Yeah, yet. and it, it it is slightly. Like even that slightly concerns me because I think the the MacBook, um, I'm I'm not sure how much of an issue that the, the MacBook and the iPad Pro are the two that really intrigue me on this. And I, I know you're a big fan of Apple products, so yeah, maybe sorry. you can enlighten me on the buying process. Um, if when it comes to well, iMacs and MacBooks and stuff, I've been doing it for years, and I'm not going to lie, it's ridiculously complicated. It's not complicated if you want a new one because you just go and buy the new one. But when there's like overlaps or you want to buy something maybe slightly used and stuff, you have to rely on version numbers. Um, yeah, which which is frankly ridiculous. Because um, Razer have done a similar thing where their laptop is called like the Razer uh, Stealth the ultra stuff, whatever, something like that. For razor blade stealth, that's one. Um, but, you know, that was released in 2014, and every year they release a new razor blade stealth. Mm. And I'm just, and, you know, the third time round, I'm like, really, guys? Like, put something in there that makes it at least mildly <laughs> do, Like, just anything, right? I just, I don't want to go, oh, yeah, I want a razor blade stealth, and then I'm either getting something that's five grand and was released two weeks ago, or is, like, 500 quid and from 2014. Because it's hard yeah. to tell what's a deal and what's just an old product I at agree. that point. I mean, on the flip side of that, you could go all Samsung and have been like the Galaxy S Note Active <laughs> Fascinate um, oh. LTE. Oh, man. It's, <laughs> and just put you know, loads, of, loads of buzzwords in there. There's, you know, it's, I'm, I'm kind of glad that, and I think Google made a deal of this as well when they released the Pixel last year. And uh, actually, really quickly taking this back into tech they might announce pixel 2 tomorrow we're not sure there have been so many leaks but it's due sometime soon um having destroyed my phone i'm not sure if you saw my twitter but i managed to ruin my phone like two days before i came here greg um i dropped well, complete, it completely ruined it do you know what it must be the week because i dropped my phone but luckily <laughs> mine survived so i've, I've um, just written a post actually on my blog about just literally just throwing my phone across a car park by accident <laughs> Oh God, it's, it's, you know, I, for me, it's going to Georgia because I came here, uh, about almost exactly a year ago. It was like, you know, it's a year minus like three weeks or something. And two days before I came to Georgia last year, my camera, the camera on my phone just gave up the, the rear facing camera, got some lines across it and just, just really bizarre. Hmm. So, you know, I put it down to whatever went to, and there's a six video series on my uh issues with samsung customer support um you i we i've had a similar product with rear-facing cameras not of my phone of my missus's phone we had i think at least three replaced the where the, the rear camera just stopped working wow I think that was the s5 right i think so i never got ended up getting mine fixed uh fun fact uh, actually no that's 
you know, there's there's a six. I'll I'll come over that briefly in a second. Point being, that camera broke like two days before I went to Georgia last year, and then two days before I go to Georgia this year, so last Friday, um, I have just sort of finished helping someone set up uh, their online business. I take two steps out of their house on my way home, and I just hear an al- almighty just like thud. Right, and mm. my phone's in a case not to protect it, but to already hide the cracks on the back of a device. <laughs> right, it's I've had this device for a year and a half, and you know I broke the back like three months ago, and that was a point where I was like, you know what, there's no point having it caseless at this point. You know, I prefer my phone's caseless, but at the point where the rear was shattered, I was like, you know what, screw it, I'll get a case. My phone fell face first onto the concrete, and you can see where it impacted like three separate points. It's just got massive gouges out of the glass. And um, I'm just like, it's it's a Georgia thing. I just can't go to Georgia with this phone. <laughs> like, because it's the same phone both times as well. I'm just like, this phone just really doesn't want to go to Georgia. Yeah, so much so it just makes a bid for freedom. It's like, no. <laughs> what was really so bizarre. So you're buying a Pixel now, yeah? So yeah, so I'm I'm probably picking and yeah, so linking this back to the Pixel story, um, I had been planning on picking up a Pixel two once that drops. So my hope is they announce a Pixel two tomorrow. Because if you're, not, there's a lot of waiting. Yeah, I was going to say you've got your fingers firmly crossed. I've they've they've got to try and steal a march on the iPhone. Surely, I mean the the, the rumors are really weird and stretched out, and there might be like a, a version with loads of bezels and then a version ba- based on this v30 that lg are doing and stuff yeah. but so they've got to at least kind of semi show it off or if not to get people even if it doesn't launch for another month or whatever they've got to like demo it somehow surely yeah and so i it was released around my birthday last year which is uh, september 24th so it's about <gasps> a month from now that's like three days before mine oh, wow is it? we should yeah. we should meet up we should do something <laughs> quick say our plans to the world um yes does that mean i now have to i don't know that's if if even even not like we're, we're probably going to get to eat about it, like two days before my birthday being like you guys are meeting up right <laughs> from our legions like, of fans yeah we're gonna both have forgotten by then and we're gonna be like well i guess we are um but yes, yeah, so it releases because uh, coincidentally, right? There are three things that release around my birthday. Um, well, it, it used to be two things. It's now three things. It used to be uh, FIFA, the new version of FIFA, yep. roughly around my birthday. The new iPhone, roughly around my birthday, and the Pixel was also roughly around my birthday last year. Um, so it's one of those things where I'm like, I really hope, but it's if anything, it's slightly earlier because I just I just want to get a hold of that phone. Damn it. Yeah, it looks pretty good. And I mean, it, it'd be stupid for them to waste the chance and not, at least in some demo videos or whatever, yeah. show show off the hardware to go with the software. I mean, that's the logical thing to do, but Google are not always the most logical people. No, and it just infuriates me. It's just it's <laughs> like, guys, like, there have been so many occasions where I've just been like, Google, all you have to do, like, it's, it's really, did I just trigger someone's voice assistant? Is that yours? Because it wasn't mine. Nope. No. Was it mine? It might have been mine. Oh, it's my Chromebook. My, I just triggered my Chromebook's voice assistant. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Google, for really having my back there, I guess. 
but very occasionally I'm like, guys, it's it's ri-. You, you know, I feel like every company has that moment, and there are. I think a lot of companies will they make stupid mistakes, but we all see as being really stupid because so many companies are in their massive filter bubble yep. that we all kind of turn around and go, really, a board of a board of people decided that was that was a good idea. Like that's what happened yeah. here, and. For a change where Google do that, I'm like, guys, come on. And I just triggered my voice assistant again. I'm just like, guys, come on. Yeah, I've we I've had similar discussions before with a, a couple of people that use Android. I mean, it, it almost feels like everything's kind of designed or released by committee now, doesn't it? And I guess that's the trials and tribulations of trying to appeal to everybody and having a board let, yes. without getting too deep into the subject of google and diversity but having a board that's relatively diverse and and um trying to appeal to all markets if you like yeah and it's uh, there's i i was listening to this week in tech which is one of my favorite tech po- tech podcasts to listen to it's it's one of um i i really got off of podcasts about a year about two years ago and then about a year ago i got back into them um primarily because of twit um but sort of the, the, they had this discussion there at a security person on i can't remember their name a couple of weeks ago and they were discussing how it is it, it's it's just a really dumb idea to not use a pixel if you're going for android because mm. even samsung will take so long to update their devices that it's just ridiculous even from a security standpoint I think my S7 Edge is uh, has actually currently been tricked into being an S8, um, which is a story for a different time. Um, it, to an extent, that I got an email from Samsung like two days ago asking how I like my S8. And I'm like, <laughs> ha-ha, psych. Um, but even that is on sort of a two-month-old security patch yeah. because, you know, Samsung just don't push them. And I'm just like, guys, like, come on. It's it's really not that hard. It's it's a security. It's it's not a feature. It's not a chock full feature update, right? It is literally just a security patch. And I'm like, guys, come on, just do it. Yeah, I'm guessing that. I mean, Android O is supposed to make that spectacularly easier, I suppose. But it it all depends on whether manufacturers actually use the things that Google put in. I mean, they're going on about this kind of almost dual boot thing. So you're yes updates happen in the background and stuff like that and allegedly google are supposed to be able to update the system without screwing up anything on top so if samsung still choose to put all their skins on top they can still update the system but yeah you're still ultimately beholden to not only the manufacturer samsung htc lg etc but also ridiculous amounts of carriers um if we want to segue into the essential yes, phone they, they um brilliant segue i love it they've they've been delayed by over a month because of carrier bugs because they've had to kind of disperse this phone out to carriers and stuff like that even though it's only going to be sold on sprint it's sold unlocked so they have to make sure it works on all yeah. of the american carriers and stuff so you even if you're not even selling it to them you're still beholden to them to squash bugs and stuff in in modem firmware and stuff if, if you want it like your users to be able to use it i think we should take a minute to congratulate sprint and essential at this point because there is zero more or less zero i think there's one app if i'm if i recall correctly on the essential Not phone sure. if that there, there is basically zero bloatware on this phone and i'm like you guys did a good job congratulations yeah. well well yeah, done. The, 
there's some there's some kind of debate on whether that's intentional or or a bit forced that they just didn't have time. I think Andy Rubin wanted to do more sort of AI stuff on the phone, you know, like smart replies and stuff to yeah. messages, but just purely didn't have time. But yeah, that's the way to do it is buy something that has pure stock, unaltered Android on it, and it should really be the only way to do it. But such as Samsung, they have their fans somewhere. I'm led to believe. Yes, yeah, and you know, it's I I was very adamant. Like even when I had my issues with customer service, and I actually um I was at an event. I forget it was the um it was like a communications expo, and Vodafone were there. And as part of Vodafone being there, it was like the week after the S8 was announced. So they had a Samsung representative with the S8, and the only Samsung decks in the UK, um at the, at that time at least. Um, it was to such an extent they refused to let anyone touch it because they were like, if this thing breaks, we don't have another <laughs> one. Screwed. <laughs> that I'd been sort of they'd been talking about. They had um, there were Samsung employees who'd who'd bought them from the US and were having them shipped over um, because you know they just weren't available in the UK at that time. Yeah. Um, wow. And I, I personally found it hilarious. I'm sure they didn't. Um, so I talked to that guy and I was like, don't get me wrong. The S7 Edge is sort of my favorite phone I've ever owned. The customer support and the people behind Samsung seem really shady. Yeah. Like that, that's my issue with it. Like the phone is great. And if I could have the phone without having to give money to Samsung, better still. But <laughs> that's not an option you get very frequently. No, unfortunately not. No. Yeah. I guess it's Samsung are so massive and so just all-encompassing they their customer service has to deal with everything from washing machines to smartphones to tvs i guess and it's yeah it's just printers. ridiculous printers yeah i'm sure they make we, a lot other things yeah i was i was at a um i was at a set so we, we i attended like four shows in three weeks or something it was it was really hectic when i get back to england i'm also attending some ridiculous number of events um, and at one of the events was the Samsung printing people and they were like, ha- and you know, most people at these shows like hand out chocolate and you know, stuff, stuff like that. And oh my God, fidget spinners. I got so many fidget spinners. I have an Intel fidget spinner at home. Um, that's, that's because they were like, this craze is over quick, get rid of them, get them gone. <laughs> to, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they flogged more fidget spinners than they did i9 processors. It's just. I, I brought it. I, I brought it up, and they got really defensive about their um, their, their high-end processors. Like really defensive. I bet they did. So you're not you seeing the essential phone. I mean, we haven't really heard whether it's going to be out over here yet. But are you not? Does it fill you with desire to get the essential phone as opposed to a Pixel? It's 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 a it's close. I think that's my big thing, right? I think I'm going to. I'm going to wait until the Pixel is, and you know, n- never. I, I'm I'm not going to buy or not buy something on the rumors, even though they're 99% accurate at this point. You, you know, Google might somehow manage to pull something out of their sleeve. Yeah. Um, actually, I, I just got a message from Paul, um, who's our who's the sort of regular guest on this show. He just texted me saying, "Look at the chat, damn it." Um, he points out the S8 would have been so easy to steal at that event. He he, he makes a point. <laughs> it was, you know, the S8 they didn't care about because they had like three of those and the guy really wasn't paying attention at the best of times because he was just so busy defending the decks. 
Um, um, but yeah, it's 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 a matter of we'll find out what they say. The lack of a headphone jack, even though I use Bluetooth headphones primarily, I have a pair of JBuds uh, X3s. I I love them. However, I use accessories that require a headphone jack. I have um, actually I say I have. I'm still waiting for. I kickstarted something almost a year ago now because it was more or less on my birthday last year. <laughs> um, I kickstarted a 3D printer that uses your phone um, as the sort of base for it, and then uses right. sort of light sensitive filament, uh, mm-hmm. so lights up the phone screen to harden the resin and in different parts, and that requires a headphone jack because it plugs in for an auxiliary cable. Um, and there are things like that and sort of, you know, devices that I use with my phone that I'm just not sure whether or not they'd work without the headphone jack, sort of if you had just the dongle instead. And right. it's one of those things where I'm like, as much as I really want this Pixel 2, I also really want to use this 3D printer I paid for. Right. <laughs> yeah, and there it, are things like that that you don't really realize. I mean... Um, Obviously, I've got an iPhone 7, so I was like, ah, oh, screw the headphone jack. I've never really, to because, yeah, like you, I use Bluetooth headphones, but there's just the occasional time where I'm like at the gym and I'm like, I'm going to just use my, oh, no, that's a lightning cable. You can't plug it yeah, into anything. Oh. I think that annoys me more than anything else. Not necessarily, I think lightning slash USB C, right? Whichever way you yes. go, is yeah. the idea that everything else already has. An Ethernet cable, uh, an Ethernet cable, a headphone jack. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's it. Right. It's 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 not like we could if every computer that was ever made suddenly had a Lightning port or or an e- yeah. a headphone jack. I'd be like, uh, or a USB C port. I'd be like, perfect. This is great. Not an issue in the world. But they don't, and and they it will take years for them ever to have any. So yeah, exactly. I suppose USB C is a little bit better than than Lightning. There is at least a, a few computers out there that have got it, or you could use an adapter. But the chances of it actually happening and carrying a dongle around with you hashtag dongle life is um, I know it's just crazy remote. And we I I think I did a video. Um, you know, it actually, no, it was a part, it was part of a tech news roundup where I sort of you know took the mick out of Apple because you have to right where because there was a quarter where they're their sort of most expanding product category was dongles because as they released the iphone 7 they released like eight different dongles and i was like apple have gone from a phone company to a dongle company that's just all they make now i'm just going to shake my head in disgust (laughs) just i do do not agree with this statement though my my biggest disappointment and i think it's it's again it's on both sides is that they don't have they don't have a USB-C or lightning to headphone jack adapter, right? Because mm. they have it the other way around, right? If you want to plug your headphones into your phone, you've got an adapter yep. for that. But what if you want to plug, plug your USB-C headphones into a laptop? Yeah, they, that's, they that's... need both ends. Yeah, and I think I'm right in thinking that, is it the U11 hasn't got a headphone jack either? And I'm, I yes. think I'm right in thinking the USB-C headphones that are in the box don't actually work anywhere else other than with the phone. <laughs> and I think, and I think, because uh, they use some kind of proprietary technology in it to something to do with the shape of your ears or something. I, I'm, right. I'm oh working. yeah, yeah, because they like blast sound. Wa- they blast sound into your ears and use yeah. that. Samsung has like a tuning service, but the HTC does it automatically through magic. Magic, yes. So uh, 
uh, what I don't, what you really don't want is a world where everyone use, moves to uh, USB-C, but they're all different. There's no kind of standard for them to work across the board. And OnePlus has hit, been hit by a lot of backlash for that exact reason, um, because their USB-C isn't really USB-C, or at least it wasn't for the OnePlus 3. Yes, it was it, it, it was, was a USB C like port, but with the wrong kind of controller on the board or something. So it was yeah, ridiculously it was, it was, slow. Yeah, it was it was actually micro USB more or less, but just yeah. a USB C port, which meant that you know whenever you went to use that cable anywhere else, everything else just went. What are you doing? This isn't what. Just so confused. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I guess that's the the joys of USB-C. It's just not quite ready for for the prime time. The reviews and stuff of the essential phone have been a bit meh, and it's yeah. like seven hundred dollars as well. Um, I th- th- this phone is never going to sell more than just to like complete nerds, is it really? I I think this is this is Andy Rubin's response to the lack of a Nexus line, but I'm not sure why because we have Pixel instead, right? Mm. Yeah, because I think if if Google had stopped making phones altogether, this would have probably been the Pixel, right? Um, you know, it, it, yeah. this would have been instead of the Pixel, I should say, right? Everyone would have been buying this instead of the Nexus. Um, yeah, but the Pixel exists, which means this fills a hole that doesn't exist. Because yeah, it's a it's a high end Android phone, which there's a, a very much a need for because everybody sort of gravitates towards the apex phone if you like the the one yeah. that people buy when they've graduated through a, a few entry-level phones um and it's probably more expensive than much better phones out there and can't do as much especially the camera is uh the camera was interesting that was yeah i i watched i think it was the verge's review of it yeah was, was just the, the funniest where they sort of you know cut out they cut through the review like halfway through and they were like, well, you know how companies claim that they're going to push it with an update? Essential did. Yeah. I mean, it, it was The Verge that had this great big in-depth post about how good the camera was going to be. It was going to use two lenses and have this really good technology, which sounded exactly like what Huawei were doing like three years ago, where it takes a black yeah. and white photo and a color photo <laughs> and mixes them together. But they you know, were doing some magic in the background. And... Yeah, it's it's just a bit meh. It sounds like software could fix it, but whether they've got the smarts to do it as a startup that's worth a billion dollars, I don't know. The, that billion dollar valuation really is. I, I just look at that like, how? How did anyone yeah. get that? Like, yeah, a company that but, has nothing, has produced nothing, uh, has sold nothing, and probably won't sell more than a few a few tens of thousand. I would imagine is valued yeah, this, at a billion dollars. Yeah, this, this is a company that will sell to maybe me. I don't know. Depends on how the Pixel 2 goes. Um, but I don't deem myself a normal everyday consumer, right? No, exactly. A normal yeah. everyday consumer hears Android and thinks Samsung or Google, yeah. right? Everything else is like, oh, HTC make a phone? That's not Android, is it? That's that's something else, right? And and especially with these heavy skins, they all look so different that you can be, you can, you know, I forgive people for looking at HTC and being like, wait, that runs the same operating system as my Samsung. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, basically the same. It just looks a bit different. Yeah, I agree. I mean, back in the day when I was uh, worked in good old car phone warehouse, the, the amount of people that used to just go, I want the latest Galaxy 
and yeah. that was it they they had no idea of what it runs or or whatever um th- this phone is not going to appeal to to everyday people it, it's going to be one of them people they'll go wow what, what's that and you're going to go yeah it's the essential phone they're going to go all right okay and pull out their galaxy s whatever and carry yeah. on and it, it it's it's the thing that really sells me on it is that when when people i I know are sort of tech geeks. I see them buying phones and being so excited about something. That's when I know that they ha- it has no chance of success. That is the moment I'm like, yeah, all of the geeks are excited, which means normal people just don't care. Yeah. I mean, that was the history of the Nexus line, probably up until about the Nexus 4-ish, where it became sort of more retail available and yeah. was the tale of OnePlus until the OnePlus 5, really. Yeah. Um, where it was, it's kind of made headlines, if you like. Um, so maybe they maybe that's their plan to weather the storm and hopefully pick up kind of uh, a more mainstream user later on. Who knows? It's just oh man, it's it's interesting. Um, <laughs> I, I keep I keep looking away from the um, chat. If, um, I should probably engage with it a bit more. Uh, Paul has been hard at work conversing with us. <laughs> he points out that Ethernet on a phone would be great. But Ethernet on all laptops is a good start, which is a good point. And then he also points out that Snappy Tech is, you know, by, I, I guess, by some definition, a billion dollar channel. I feel like we've, we've produced more. Well, not anymore, but we had produced more than Essential had up to a certain point, right? <laughs> yeah, Come yeah. on, let's, let's be real. Definitely. You've probably got more income revenue than, than them. Uh, yeah, actually, the phones are for sale now. So the, the moment they sell like <laughs> five of those, then they, they've outdone us. Yeah. But yeah, until then, then. <laughs> Marquez Brownlee probably bought five on his own, if we're all being real yeah. for a second here. Yeah, probably. Um, seeing that guy drop however much it was for like six of the red helium phones was just a bit much. <laughs> I suppose you can do that when you can buy a Tesla. and I mean, that guy gets like millions and millions and millions and millions of views, doesn't he? So, Oh, yeah. He is, um, he's, I think, the second offer. I think, actually, me and Paul, again, we're discussing this a few and um, we, we were just like, we, we weren't upset. Uh, you know, again, this is the huge tech geek in us speaking out yep. here, right? As opposed to the person who understands how normal people work. Um but Unbox Therapy, a channel that I also kind of like, um, that started off a bit more techy and has now gone into sort of also a bit more mainstream, as, as some would sort of refer to it. You know, mm-hmm. he covers, you know, he covered the essential phone, coincidentally. Um, but, you know, he'll, he'll talk about like coffee machines and water coolers and stuff. And he has more subscribers than Linus Tech Tips, um, which, to me, which for me is sort of one of my favorite sort of tech uh, channels to watch. I'm like, that is crazy. Like we have one channel over here and, you know, I think this is the, the diversification over YouTube in general, where you, any, anyone has an equal voice. You're right. Right. If we were all, if everyone was reset to zero subscribers right now, we yep. all have the yep. same voice, right? It'd carry the same weight. Um, and so we see channels, which to me, I'm like, but why do people do that? Um, and then I'm just like, I guess it's it's the, the public's desire, and it's 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 the same reason that Jake Paul exists, 
right yeah yeah i mean my my little boy he is six um literally for the last three years well two two years at least he's been watching this uh, channel called um ryan's toys review and basically right. this kid uh just plays with toys basically um and about three months ago there was a big spread i think it was in the independent i think about this channel and they literally make millions upon millions upon millions each year. They never pay for a toy because all the toy manufacturers send them these videos and they just make a fortune just literally for this little kid that must be six or seven, just plays with toys. That's all he does. I'm, I'm in the wrong business. We need to, yeah, Paul, can we, uh, can we set this up? We need to, we need to switch it up a bit. We're going to snappy toys. That's what we need. (laughs) I think it's all about just finding your your market, isn't it, and doing what you do really well. I mean, there's the amount of channels that are out there that just build PCs. Like a, a good friend of mine, Beginners Tech, uh, just yeah. builds PCs, and that's what people want. I mean, thank the Lord for YouTube. If you ever want to do anything, I mean, I've searched videos for, like, repairing my Dyson and stuff like that, and there's videos on there of, like, how to do everything and anything um, under the sun. So, yeah, thank the Lord for YouTube. It is there have been my so my dad um, has a interesting love for cars in the sense that he spends more time under them than driving them, right? He he loves. Um, being I'm some, hoping repairing, not been yeah, run over no, by them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, repairing. Well, not necessarily repairing. It might be it's sort of improving in general, right? He he just likes tinkering with cars more than he likes mm-hmm. driving them, and uh, he has a very similar thing where he he'll just go on to youtube and just you know look up really bizarre repairs that Mm. you'd never rationally do yourself because you know you're spending like six hours of work for something that like has like 0.5 percent performance improvement and you're like it it rationally doesn't make any sense but (laughs) you never know right yeah you never know oh man it's 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 crazy and you know he he's he's always had the idea of wanting to do a similar thing because I think every every category has this issue to some extent of finding co- finding content is easy, finding high quality content is yeah. hard. Yeah, it definitely is. The um, I mean, when I was debating on buying my new microphone, check it out. Hey. Um, the hey, amount. Road. So actually, so um, I'm. G- I'll be. Give me two seconds. I'm going to grab something real quick. Right. Um, give me two seconds. I'm not sure. That sounds dirty. I don't know whether I want to let you grab something. Well, anyway, I was going to say um, the amount of videos that I watched on reviews um, was ridiculous when deciding to buy a microphone. Um, and just the quality varies so much. I guess that's one of the beauties of YouTube. You can get really professionally done videos and also people that can just produce stuff in their bedroom and just talk to it and, get, and you have to watch loads of them to actually get a consensus across the board right, to back. make sure oh, hang on, stick my headphones in so on the subject of road um i don't know did, did i cut you off you weren't saying anything were you no i was trying to fill <laughs> quiet this time. is the greg show yeah greg. i could have just taken over oh my word i missed <laughs> an opportunity then but, uh, right george is fired um, <laughs> But yeah, so these, what, these are. What are you these, going to show me? I'm not. These are the I'm ones I sure. had on hand, right? I think that there's. I've just remembered where another one is. 
I have so many Rode microphones. It's unreal. We have this one, this one. I have a Rode uh, reporter, which is in the other room. I didn't. I literally ran in and grabbed as many as I saw and ran back. I have a Rode like phone microphone, like plugs into a headphone. Actually, mm-hmm. yep. that's a big reason I'm not going to be upgrading to a Pixel Two. I have a bunch. A headphone jack. I have a bunch of uh, microphones that plug into the headphone jack. I use Hashtag for you know life. Yeah. Oh god. Embrace it. And then I have sort of these as well, which is like a wireless kit. And I have been nagging. If you see me on uh, on Twitter, just nagging Road and being like, guys, just release r- release the. They have a lav kit that they haven't released yet. And I'm like, guys, just release the lav kit. Just do it. Just just do it. I really want that lav. Yeah. I'm I'm really happy with the with my microphone. It took a bit of getting used to, but I was just saying that um, the the quality of YouTube videos just varies so much, um, and I'm always a bit dubious about whether what they're saying is correct. So you kind of have to get the consensus and watch ridiculous amounts of videos. But yeah, there's ridiculous amounts of things over there, or like this versus the blue yeti, and this versus the snowball, and this versus the whatever, and yeah, it's just ridiculous. Well, they obviously get views. Well, yeah, and it, it works. And that's sort of, you know, that's that's kind of the way a lot of reviews are going as well, just in general, where yeah. they'll, you know, a, a new phone will come out and they'll compare it against every other phone that currently exists. Mm-hmm. And they'll make each one its own video most of the time. And they'll, you know, you spend two weeks going you know, S8 versus iPhone 7, S8 versus iPhone 7 Plus, S8, you know, and you, you kind of keep that going. Um, and then you've got to do a speed test. Oh, yeah, then you have open, to do a speed test. Open and close apps. And then you've got to do a camera test. And then you've got to do a selfie test. And then you've got to do a video test. And, yeah, ridiculous. It is um, it is not something that I find fun, uh, to say the least. <laughs> That's why you're not making millions on YouTube. Apparently, there, actually, there's. I, this is something I want to discuss with you. I have I have an issue, right, in the sense that there there are things where I'm aware that, like, you know, if I did a video about this right now, I guarantee you it would make more views than an average video. Mm. However, I just I don't feel like I. It doesn't sit well with me just making a video that goes with the trend, right? And it's 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 difficult because you know, as if it's a new phone and I'm reviewing it, fair enough, right? But I guarantee you, I could have made some like completely ridiculous BS video about fidget spinners when they were at the peak of their interest, and it would have gotten more views than a regular video of mine. Didn't even it wouldn't even have had to be that good. I'd have stuck the word fidget spinners in the title three times, and yep. you know it 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 conjures up views. Um, and it was just, I, I really struggle with that, the, the balance between doing something that gets views and doing something that I enjoy doing. Yeah, I completely agree. There's there's definitely a fine line, and I guess most people hopefully find that balance somewhere. I don't agree with doing things just for cashing in basically getting because the trends trends hot i would much rather do things for the love of doing it than anything else um a lot of youtubers get 
like really disheartened because they don't get so many subscribers and they don't get views and they don't get this that and the other um and i always say to them look just just keep doing what you're doing because you love doing it don't do it for any other reason and hopefully things all they'll come because yeah. eventually all those kind of gimmicky things catch up with you and people get a bit wise to it and if you're doing one thing in a sea of others then does that really matter and subscriber fatigue is a real issue right the, yeah. the idea that you know someone might subscribe might and it's it's something that a lot of vo- vine when vine was killed i think it also killed youtube a little bit because all of the viners just moved over to youtube Mm. and the the idea of the whole subscriber fatigue is you know completely new to all of the viners that now have youtube accounts but you know if you look at a channel like like marquez's right he has what was it i think paul uh, put it in the chat four and a half to five million subs right a lot of those like seven eight years old so a lot of those might not even watch his videos. Yeah, whereas... oh, actually, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I used to watch quite a few of his videos back in the day where I used to buy ridiculous amounts of Android phones. And I would presume I'm probably still subscribed, but I haven't watched one of his videos for more than a year, I would say. So, yeah, it just goes to show that subscribers is not is not everything, doesn't it? Yeah, it's... <laughs> Because then you and, and yeah and, and sort of the other side of that being someone like Jake Paul who jumped yeah, over I'm from right. Vine who now has like 15 million subs, um, but all of them are new, right? They're all six months old, so they're all watching his videos. Yeah, it's um, it's a weird, weird world, the world of YouTube, and I mean a lot of people's income has really died off since they've started. I mean a lot of advertisers have pulled out because of things people say and and whatever which is probably a debate you don't really want to get into either but um maybe it'll clear some of the rubbish out yes that, that is the hope and oh, oh. it's it's I'm, I'm just waiting for the next big platform i'm waiting i'm waiting for the thing that takes over from youtube so i can i can jump over there and be like hey look i'm here first yeah you've <laughs> got to be you've got to be right at the start of the wave haven't you you've exactly. got to be um starting it right at the start and just cashing in like i say on your little niche market on the subject of cashing in and uh slightly less of a niche market but uh a market nonetheless and i like how you immediately figured out where i was going <laughs> <laughs> so if, if um if you're not on the uh, spreadsheet right now you can see when where someone's clicked if you watch live during the show uh you can see the show notes and um so the, the moment i started cashing in i could see greg turn from our previous topic to clicking on the show notes for our current topic <laughs> which very well done and i think that if anything that shows off how great a segue it was uh google are paying apple three billion dollars a year to stay the default search engine on iphones which is a lot of money it's not it's really not well actually no, it's billion, not three billion dollars it, it's a lot of money when compared to what they paid in 2014 like you say one billion but three billion dollars. I mean, I don't really know what Google get from search revenue and stuff, but I would imagine it's a it's a damn sight more than three billion dollars. Yeah. So it sounds like a good investment to me. I mean, it's and it's, I guess, really in from Apple's point of view, it's money for doing nothing. They don't really have to do anything. Google just 
wants yeah. to be the default search engine, so let's let them. I just wish that they would let let Google be the default Maps application. Oh, actually, that's one of my big. That's one of the biggest reasons I have an Android phone, is just the fact that I can set the default apps. Like, yeah, no, that, that in itself sells it for me. The fact that I can have like any launcher, any SMS app, any Maps app, mm-hmm. that on its own is like, yes, that is what I want. Yeah, it's a tried and and tested argument, really, isn't it? Yeah, I I agree. I mean, Google are still there or thereabouts with iOS. They've always had, obviously, been um, in the pocket of Apple, or you could argue either way. Um, yeah. Vic Guntara was the kind of spearhead of getting Google and stuff on on the iPhone back in the day. But yeah, they, I mean, the it's fifty percent of Google's search traffic. Um, so they've got they. They've got no choice, really, have they? I think Apple could probably demand more. Yeah, and it's it's. It, there are two ways where this this goes, right? Either Google can pull the plug, and Apple goes, actually, this is probably best for us as well, but we just keep it as Google. Because I mm-hmm. think I, I put it kind of sarcastically. What are they going to do? Change it to Bing or Baidu? Like, really? Um, I mean, not by they, do, but you, I you know would what imagine I imagine mean. they would change it to DuckDuckGo. I would imagine most likely, yeah. Um, because I th- there was a point where they were kind of falling out, and I think one of the iOS updates, if you installed it from like a factory reset, I believe it set it to DuckDuckGo for a little while right. um, before sending it back to Google. But I would imagine they would go DuckDuckGo because obviously they don't like sharing user data and stuff anyway. Yeah, and. It- and the second question it raises, because um, you know Apple went down this route with the Maps path. Uh, mm-hmm. If if this drives so much money to Google, why don't they just make their own search engine? Revenue, I would guess. I mean, Apple don't do any advertising and stuff. I mean, they got rid of iAds and stuff like that a long time ago. So it would, uh, they could certainly do it. I would imagine that they could do it, but they wouldn't be able to do it as well. Um, but I suppose they did it with maps, didn't they? Um, which yeah. was a colossal mistake. Although it's, it, I mean, it's spectacularly better than it used to be. I still use Google Maps on the iPhone because it's just easier to find local stuff more than more than anything else. Yeah, I, I can't see a reason for Apple to do it themselves. Yeah, um, unless it is sort of you know, and I think the, the reason Google are so willing to pay three billion a year. It's because it is more than they're making, right? Yeah. If they yeah, were only making is. two and a half billion per year of these searches, they wouldn't be going, yeah, let's pay that money. They go, yeah, no, yeah. it's just, it's cheaper for us not to. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, there's what a billion and a half iOS devices out there now or some, or something ridiculous anyway. Yeah. I mean, they sell tens of millions of the, the newer version of the handset, like each quarter. So yeah. it makes sense. They're definitely making more than $3 billion off that. Cause that's, a few pennies on the on the user isn't it yeah and i, I and the thing the, the statistic that i found most more interesting than that was the fact that it's roughly five percent of apple's operating profits uh this year yeah i mean it's, it's a massive slice of the services um that apple make i mean they i think they reported quite a lot of revenue on the services i think it was about 12 billion um this time around but um the, the the operating profits and stuff. Yeah, I mean it's pure profit, isn't it? Because like I say, it's it's money for doing nothing. Yeah. 
it's, it's not like creating a new iPhone when there's R&D. It, it's, it's literally Google go, hey, if we give you three billion, can you change that one line of code that defines the default search engine? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not even that, is it? It's like, if we give you three billion, can you just carry on doing what you're doing anyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's can. a good point. <laughs> just keep it up, just keep it up. Yeah, and, and it's the default. It, it's not, you can't change it. It's just the default. I mean, you could change it to Bing if you really wanted to, but um, would you really want to? Mm, no, I remember. I remember um, Bing released uh, Bing it on like two, three years ago, and th- their whole thing was you'd type in like a s- search, and it would give you a blind list of results, like two sets of results, one mm-hmm. from Google, one from Bing, and you'd pick which one you liked more. Um, th- their aim with this being that you'd click the Bing ones more, and they'd go, mm. "Hey, look." turns out you prefer Bing to Google. Um, The issue being, they don't have the same, uh, I forget what Google calls it, the the knowledge graph, is that it? Something like that? Um, So they don't have that same thing. So I'd go on to Bing it on and type in like, how old is Barack Obama? And I'd get that, like that'd be like the first thing that pops up. And in Bing, it just wouldn't come up at all. So without fail, I'd go like five and oh to Google. And maybe like, oh, okay, maybe not. Yeah, I, I think a few years ago they also proved that Bing were, I don't know where they still are, scraping most of the results from Google anyway. I think Google put some fake search results in and they started mer- mysteriously appearing on Bing. <laughs> that is, oh, God. And, and yeah. yeah, I think that's um There's t- Tom Scott, this, this isn't tech-related, but, act- well, the topic is the video isn't. Uh, Tom Scott did a great video about fake addresses and fake streets, right? Yep. Uh, where, to, for co- again, for copyright reasons, how do you prove that someone didn't copy your map, right? You put in a bunch of fake streets, and when you go, well, they have those fake streets, you go, they copied it. Um, yeah, and that was a very yeah, similar situation. It, that's, that that's a, they used to do that from like old timey maps. That was how you proved that, yeah. that that certain cartographer did it. And Google did a similar thing. Uh, so Google did that with their Google Maps. And then there was a city that was also on Bing Maps or something like that. And Google goes to sue Microsoft and goes, guys, you copied our maps. And Microsoft go, no, we didn't. And Google goes, no, 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 you did. Look, this, this city doesn't exist in real life. And Microsoft go, yeah, it does. Take a look. And what's happened is because it existed on Google Maps, the city has formed around the Google Maps of it. A joke. <laughs> so people have seen this place on Google Maps and gone, I want to move there. And now that city exists. You couldn't write that shit. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, Am I allowed to swear? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> We're not marked as clean. Oh, uh, yeah. I hope not. Uh, <laughs> we a slight issue if we were. There's a, there's, there's a, it's, we're, we're very relaxed with that we're, we're like if if you swear fine just try not to like <laughs> if, if you're not swearing with every other word then i'm sure we're good right yeah you don't have to pull out the beep sound effect very often yeah if, if it's like one you know like this right it's, it's one swear word in a one hour we'll probably work out to an hour and a quarter podcast i'm sure we'll be fine i'm sure we will be fine I guess while we're talking about iOS, can we talk about the like cop button that they're calling it? We can. Straight, straight into I, there. It's great. And I, I, I highly appreciate that they've done it. Um, yeah, I didn't really understand what they were on about. 
to start with. Um, I saw a couple of tweets about pressing the home button five times, but yeah, in iOS 11, I mean, you have to press it pretty fast to get it to do it. Um, it has I to be imagine. sort of like, um, like you basically just do it as fast as you can and it eventually pops up. Um, it's right. like a, an SOS mode with um, medical ID and then emergency SOS because you can set like a medical ID thing to ring certain numbers. Yeah. If you're having obviously a, a medical emergency or emergency SOS. But what this does also is it um, turns off touch ID basically. So you have to do your passcode or your passphrase to yes. log into the phone. So it kind of circumvents this, what's the, what they're calling a cop thing is there's a, a big debate in this country and in America over whether the police have a right to force you to use your fingerprint. And I believe there was a ruling to say that you had to give up your fingerprint, but not something that you was in your memory. So basically you, ha you yes. had to use your fingerprint, but you weren't at liberty to give evidence against yourself, i.e. disclose a password. Um, yeah. I, if there was something in a safe, you had to give up the key to it. But if it was a combination, you didn't have to, because you were just as testifying against yourself. So, Obviously, border patrols and stuff in the states are are just going ridiculous, aren't they? Even even normal Americans are being detained indefinitely, basically, and being forced to give over their passcodes and stuff like that. So Apple have introduced this button, which is probably one of the best features that they've ever done. And <laughs> yes, I have no doubt that it's going to be used all the time. Oh, uh, absolutely, users going forward. Going forward, Android luckily has a similar thing where sort of if you when you go to unlock it, it's got a, the sort of little padlock on the lock screen. If you press and hold it, it turns off the fingerprint sensor. It does a similar right, thing. Yeah. Um, and that was a that was something I used just all the time because it also works with a smart unlock um, mm. or smart lock. I think it's what's actually called. Where I have my phone set up so that if I'm home or if I'm if it's like in my pocket, for example, I don't need to enter my PIN. Um, yeah. However, if it's sort of in the same location for four hours, or if I haven't unlocked the phone in four hours, then I do. But I'd have a similar thing where, you know, I might be at home, but what if I'm stepping out the room and I have to leave my phone behind for whatever ridiculous reason, and I don't want people getting into my phone, right? I mm -hmm. sort of, you know, lock my phone, press and hold that little padlock, and it goes, you know, password. Um, it, it, I think it says, like, um manually locked pin required or something yeah yeah and you know that was a really useful feature and the fact that if you wanted to do a similar thing on an ios device you had to restart it um yeah it was, or wait it was, two days yeah. yeah i mean obviously that you can you can set up things inside there to do it obviously if certain it's tried a certain amount of times yada 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 but um it just makes it easily accessible to the user uh, and it's great to to know that android has got a similar feature and, and i mean that should be out there and publicly known really because i mean i'm probably yeah. sure it is amongst tech nerds but yeah it's really yeah, good to see Apple thing. doing it so it'd be good to get that the the android version out in the public because i mean this has been all over twitter and letting people know that you can do this now in the beta so there's there's no reason that they it, they would get it away take it away but i suppose in theory they could do with the with the normal release yeah and i i sort of i i touched my i was like you know there's, there's nothing stopping them from taking it away there's no reason for them to take it away though right there's yeah it's not like apple have put this in and then they're going to turn around and go well actually we really like it when you use touch id yeah 
Yeah, I mean it's um it's pretty close. I mean we're on the sixth beta now, so it's pretty close to to a release. You only usually get seven or eight if if yeah. uh, around the sort of time. So it's getting pretty close. So um if they were gonna take it out, I think they probably would have done by now. And it's and yeah, and not only would they have taken it out, but they also wouldn't have put it in in the first place, right? This is yeah. I think as of the latest beta, this now exists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you know, they wouldn't have put it in this close to the end if they were just gonna like, you know, tease you with it. Well, let's hope not. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining yeah. somebody's going to tweet at me and go, well, actually, they put this in the seventh beta last time and took it back out again. But um, I, I I don't recall them taking out something so late. Yeah, especially not saying that, you know, now that everyone's talking about it, yeah. right? There have, been, there have been features where, you know, Android does some thing where that there's been sort of a small quirky feature that I really like that's taken away. I'm like, yeah, of course, like, no one else is talking about it. Um, I'm not surprised as much. And uh, I think Google Labs is a similar, like if you go into like any of Google's services, they have like a labs option where you can test yes. features. Test out uh, like and the things that are maybe a bit buggy, but are the cutting edge, shall we say. Exactly. And I, I, I tend to turn on all of those because I'm all of about the cutting edge. Of course you do, yeah. <laughs> this, is the, this is the guy who has the S8 ROM on his S7 Edge. Like, yes, on. I was just about to say that, yeah. <laughs> you, you, your phone is not the average user's phone, is it? No, absolutely not. And n- nor is his Chromebook, because it's currently on... Uh, it's currently There are free channels of Chrome OS, if, uh, if you're not aware. There is uh, the stable channel, which is where Google mostly wants you. There is the beta channel, which... Google is okay with you being. And then there's the developer channel, which is where I am right now. And yeah. Google go, yeah, you have zero hope. And you've chosen to podcast from that, remoting into your computer at home <laughs> while it's yeah, on I... the developer <laughs> version of Chrome OS. So interestingly, I think Chrome OS is, and I, I mentioned this because I, I had it for about 10 minutes on stable before switching over to the developer. Like the first thing I did is put it to developer mode. Um, and I think Google's definition of unstable, I think Google and Apple as well, their definition of unstable is by a lot of other people's definition, quite stable. I haven't had, I've had one issue where one time I went to turn this Chromebook on and there was like a display driver issue. So I had to restart it, but that was mm-hmm. on power up. That wasn't sort of halfway through a usage session. And that's happened right. once in the, two months i've now owned this device and it's been in developer mode <laughs> to be fair yeah for developer mode that's pretty stable isn't it yeah and it's 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 you know well done google for being you know even though it is developer mode it is remarkably stable and you know uh, Ooh, as, as i put it to developer mode i was like this is probably a really bad idea um but it's been surprisingly yeah. good Luckily, I suppose with Chrome OS, there's not that much stuff that can go wrong other than drivers and stuff, I guess, or yeah. features probably that aren't the core system requirements, I guess. Actually, I've just remembered there is there is one feature that is wrong with the developer preview, the developer channel. Uh, one of the things they're bringing in is like a new touch-friendly launcher. Um, there's a Chrome flag that lets you disable it. Uh, however regardless of whether you enable or disable it, it doesn't make a difference. Because uh, the way there's a bug currently that when you restart it, it will always switch over to the other one. Right, okay. So it's currently, if I hit the search button, I'm currently on the new one, right? So I'm currently using the new launcher. Uh, 
If I was to restart my Chromebook, it would then be set on the old launcher again. And if I was to restart it again, I'd be back on the new launcher. That makes sense. I like it. it. it I'm like, and it, you know, it doesn't break any functionality, but even that, I'm just like, good job, Google. At least, like, <laughs> how have you managed that, right? You have a flag for disabling the entire thing, and that does nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what you get for being a developer. Well, being on a developer preview. <laughs> being a developer. <laughs> yeah. yeah so I, was, I, um, I was invited to an Amazon, because uh, we have an Amazon, we have an Android app, and part of that is it's also on the Amazon App Store. Uh, so I'm commonly sent like developer emails. Um, so Amazon were like, hey, come to our developer event. And I was like, oh, yes, well, I am a developer. <laughs> <laughs> and sat there confused for the whole time. It, uh, not that conf it was it was a drink it was a drinking event so you know we, oh right we, so yeah right it, Amazon, it was literally listening I'm also a developer invite <laughs> me on drinking events yes absolutely it was um they they've actually got um we're going to do a video about it uh this is this is the first Paul's heard about it actually Paul why why we're doing a video um <laughs> uh, Amazon have this thing called their loft so for the Amazon loft for like two weeks out of a year they'll hire out this space and it's free for all Amazon developers to just turn up, use all of their gear and talk to a sort of solutions expert about an app you might be making, all of that yeah. jazz, completely free to everyone. It's great. And we're going there. And again, I was initially invited as an Amazon developer because um, I was an AWS event I attended and they were like, hey, you look like the kind of person who develops on Amazon. Come attend our event. Uh, come attend our loft session, which is a really weird name. Um, uh, but I was like, yeah, sure, but I'm kind of not a developer. I'm more press. And they're like, oh, cool. Turn up with your cameras and talk about it. And I was like, that's something I can do. <laughs> that sounds like my kind of thing. Yeah, just turn up, talk about it, go home. So do you want to cover... We let let's cover one more topic. It's it's seven minutes past, and I don't want you know I I'm, we could probably talk forever, right? I'm I'm sure we could we'd pull it off somehow, but I I, I do need to rein us in eventually, and I think this is me reining us in. Uh, so you've highlighted a topic, so you, you can you can kick it off. This is Greg's topic of choice. Go for it. That, that, I think I clicked on. I, don't, I didn't realize I was choosing something. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh no! In that case, you can pick. You can no, pick no, which one you want. We'll talk, we'll talk about Microsoft Surface lineup. Um, yeah, they they're really struggling. Was it Consumer Reports withdrew their yeah. recommendation to for people just basically not to buy Surface lineups? Um, it was all over the headlines for quite a while, but. It's basically the Surface Book and the Surface Pro 4 that is bringing the, the kind of rates down for everything. Um, the Surface Book had a, a, a pretty um, poor retention rate with hinges. Um, they've got that funky hinge, hinge which looks atrocious. Um, if really? you actually I love the look of that hinge. I've only ever seen one person use it, and I was like, that looks stupid. But each we their had, own, um, I guess. We did a review of the the Surface Book. It's it's on the channel. I'm sure you can find it if you looked. But there's like a there's a solid like five seconds of that review, which is just uh, so Paul did the review in in that case, and like a solid five seconds of this review is just like, and the hinge looks gorgeous, <laughs> like and just moving <laughs> the hinge up and down. 
Yeah, so they 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 had ridiculous amounts of um, issues with that hinge, and the, I would think the Surface Pro Four had real problems with the KB Lake processor, yes. Skylake. I can't uh, remember which uh, one it was. It, whichever one it was, and uh, it, it's probably worth mentioning a lot of laptops did um, yeah. because it was really bad at putting to power saving mode. Yeah, I mean, it was. I think there was a few stories of it being like red hot in people's bags, and uh, quite a few other stories of it not turning back on again, and all sorts of stuff. And obviously, with these massive problems with these two devices, has brought down the kind of retention rates of all surface hardware down to um, ridiculous levels. But if you actually look at the figures, it's not far off others it's only a little bit more than people like asus and and samsung and stuff um and if you took out those two devices it would be more than acceptable so the headlines yeah, but, but, it's one of those cases where the headlines i guess are not always what they appear but um they did have some huge problems with with those two devices for one that got me was the surface studio that thing has like a 1.5 percent return rate like that people really love that thing yeah, um, and I guess if you pay that much for it, you've got to, haven't you? <laughs> that too, yeah. Um, it was. Yeah, um, it does. It does look like a really nice device. That's at the Surface Studio. It is. We um, so we were at another event. Uh, this is. I think we were at Microsoft event. I'm um, getting the feeling so, that George so many events. Goes to ridiculous amounts of events. It's because they all have happy hour. I'm like, I can't say no to free alcohol. Like, it's, yeah, it's just why not? It's, yeah, you know, right. So Microsoft, if you're listening, these are the events that I want to attend as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I actually have a public calendar. Um, I don't know what the link to is. Go to, uh, unless you're listening live, if you're listening to this on Catch Up, I've made the link by now, but it doesn't exist, exist currently. Go to snpy.tech slash calendar, and you can see um, I have a public calendar that isn't very public until the moment I just said it, um, where you can see a bunch of events that we're thinking of attending uh, most of them have happy hours. That's how you get us in on this thing. Happy hours and press passes are the two things we ask for. And uh, we'll, we'll turn up. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so we tried out the Surface Studio in um, in a Microsoft event. And it was it was really cool. It was the, the, the zero, what's it called? The zero gravity hinge, I think they called it, was really awesome. Uh, the, the fact it sort of went all the way down and you could draw on it. You know, I'm, I'm not very artistic and neither is Paul, who also played around with it a bit. Um, but we, we were both like, if we could do art, this would be fun kind of deal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's the kind of thing I imagine you like let a five, actually maybe not, it's a bit too expensive to let a five-year-old loose on it. Yeah, it's definitely um, too expensive to let a five-year-old loose on it. Because <laughs> it has sort of that finger mode, right, where you can turn it on so that it touch, so touching with your fingers treats it like a pen. So right. if you have sort of multi-person presentations um, mm-hmm. and you only have one pen, then you sort of turn that on and then, you know, everyone can draw with their finger. Uh, right. And it has like, I'm not sure about the Surface Studio, but I know that the Surface Hubs have like 100 points of touch, right? Uh, yes. which, is, which is a bit much in my opinion. But, you know, that thing costs like 15 grand, so I guess it kind of has to. Yeah, um, it definitely has to. <laughs> so where you have like, you know... 10 people with both hands really going at it and still not maxing out the display driver on that thing. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. And you have the space for it, I guess, because the, the, the larger one of those is like 85 inches or something. That is a, a ridiculously large 
display. Yeah. So you have to have loads of room and be ridiculously expensive. Yeah. I mean, I think that's where we're gonna we're gonna wrap it on on that. Greg, thanks again for coming on. So if people wanna if people wanna hear more about you, right? Where, where's the best place to do it? Um, I guess Twitter. Um, I'm at gr36. Um, you can go to my blog, although I don't post a lot at the minute. Uh, gr36.com. Unless you throw phones across. Unless I throw phones across car parks. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to get more in back into writing. Um, I've fallen out of love with it a little bit. Um, but I do enjoy podcasting. My I have a, a I guess a more Apple related podcast called Bring Your Own Device. Um, we don't just talk about Apple things, but um, we try and kind of talk about everything but kind of i mean i'm an apple fan i'm not gonna yeah. deny it there's there's no two ways about it but myself and nathan we just kind of talk about tech for an hour and and stuff like that so um we're available in all podcast catchers that you can think of but you can head over to byodpodcast.com if you really want to and find all the links from there um but yeah it's been good i enjoyed being a guest on your show um and rambling about I guess we talked about a little bit of tech for a bit. Yeah, at some point there was tech being discussed, I I'm guess. I'm sure that, yeah, there was like phones in there somewhere, I yeah, remember. In, in between the good topics, we were talking about tech. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we were. But no, it's, it's, been, been, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. It's, um, you're, you are, um, I don't know how to phrase this without insulting Paul. Uh, you, are, you are our first sort of re- real guest, I guess. Paul, <laughs> Paul, Paul, Paul I love you all. But you, you don't really count as a guest when you have the second. I think he has the most viewed video on this channel, and I'm like, dude, like it's it's great having you on, but you're not really a guest, right? I guess not. Yeah. No, he, is, does he count as an occasional co-host? I guess so. Oh, yeah, I think that's that's the closest thing to it, right? Like Paul, you're great and all, but you're not really a guest. Uh, so it's, it's it's been it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Yeah, yeah, um, I've I've had so, loads of fun. Anytime you want me back on, holla. Oh, I will. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, you know, again, check him out on Twitter, his website. We're here every Sunday, 8 p.m. British summertime, which uh, to my detriment is currently quarter past midnight Georgian time um, because commitment. <laughs> so come and check it's us also out. right in the middle of Game of Thrones in America. Is it? Oh, no. Yeah, what have I done? So. Oh, I am so sorry to all the... <laughs> Actually, there's no more Game of Thrones. Last week was what last episode? No, there's two left. Episodes... Oh, they're two left. Damn it. I, I was yeah. really hoping I was right on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm not a Game of Thrones person, as you can <gasps> tell. <laughs> right, that's it. We can Blast no longer me. talk. That's it. Where's, that? Where's the mute button? Where is the mute <laughs> button? <laughs> so yeah, sub- subscribe for more podcasts and videos, and there's loads of stuff coming soon. Go do that. Uh, 8pm British summertime uh, every week smpy.tech slash links to find all of our stuff go check out Greg we'll see you guys next time bye